Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We have multiple preschool visits on our schedule, right? <laughs> we do. Which is so crazy. Like... That's the st- that's the shocking stuff about being a dad is I'm a guy who's going to tour a preschool. You're touring like a handful of preschools in the next two weeks. Uh, now, my, my question is this. What are we looking for? What like we're going to. I think we're just looking to be honest at this age. I feel like we're not so much looking as we're just getting a vibe. You know what I mean? Like, because I feel like if we walk in and the vibes off, like we'll know it. Not the vibe for everybody, but like for our kid and our family and like what we want. But these the preschools are all like it's daycare, right? Like essentially kind of from like because we're like three hours a day. Yeah. So when she goes, she's going to be. Not even two, right? Right. It's daycare. It's so, pretty much. It's pretty much daycare. She take, she won't take a nap there because she's going to go. Imagine if we walked in there and like all of the teachers were miserable and just really unhappy to be there. Like that's the vibe not that physical, I'm talking about. Not possible. Oh, you, you are so naive. You can't be a miserable preschool teacher. You can. How? You can. That seems almost wicked. Okay. Yes, but. You and I actually know a miserable preschool teacher. But I don't think that she is miserable. Around the kids. Around the kids. Yeah. I think she personally dislikes us. So every time we interact with her, there's a little chip on her shoulder. Yeah. That's not, but I think if we didn't know her. I didn't apply her, uh, Ellie, to her preschool, by the way. Yeah. I think if we saw her in a classroom, she would be fine. Or if like we walk in somewhere and all the preschoolers were like in suits or something, like we'd be like, what? <laughs> I mean, I think that those places exist. Like I actually would love to open the phone. I open the phone. What am I on the radio? I would love for people to call if you have a, not a preschool nightmare story, but where you're like, it was the most bizarre thing. Like make Jeff believe that good energy does start with preschool. 800-434-5454. Because I guarantee you. There are some places that it's just a stressy vibe. And I, I need ju- a stressy vibe for my 18-month-old. And I just want to make sure that I understand, because we're using preschool very loosely, she's going to go two or three days a week mm-hmm. for three hours in the morning. Mm-hmm. She won't even take a nap there. No. Will she even have like cookie time or anything? I mean, I'm sure she'll have snack time, which is so, I'm so excited about. Um, but I don't know. But that's another reason we need to go. Cause we're like, oh, how involved are the parents? Like, do we have to, like, what if we have how to bring. How involved are the parents? It's nine hours a week. I understand that. But there are some places I think more than other. <laughs> you're so cute with this. I think that there are like, you know, I saw when I was researching and I can't remember which one this is, but it was like each parent signs up for like three weeks a year. And those three weeks you have to bring snacks for all the kids. And it's a, like, is it that, is it like that? Do they have family days? Is it just a mother's morning out? I hate that they call it that way, by the way, but mother's morning out, drop your kid off and that's it. Like, I think they're all kind of different. All right. 
Do you know, it's well, going to be funny want... to see what you think after we do all of this. And I want to see if your perceptions have changed or if you're just really excited because I can see you being totally giddy. I am going to, I'm going to let you know that every preschool thing that we, we visit, unless I see a child chewing on an extension cord or there's <laughs> visible mold on the snacks, it's going to pass. I'll be fine with it. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for printers in our house. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for ice, as in water that turns to ice, not, you know anything else. What else would it be? Like diamonds or immigration? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It depends on how your morning is going or how your day is going or what you're, what's on your mind right now. But okay. I am grateful for ice that goes, especially like the pebble ice, like man, oh, yeah. the pebble ice it has for the good crunchies. Isn't so that good. the Chick-fil-A ice? People get those special, get special ice makers just to I have that fast food ice in their house. I know they do. Our friend Kylie has it. Really? They have one in their house. Mm-hmm. Not it's that, a thing. Not that important to me. Um, I think ice. it's really cool. Because <laughs> it's ice? <laughs> ice cold. Well, as long as we're clarifying things, I just want to make it clear that I, when I talk about printers in your house, I'm talking about an actual like Hewlett Packard printer, not like a Gutenberg press. <laughs> we're <laughs> cranking out some newspapers. I guess I could have said ice cubes. Yeah. So, I like ice cold water. That's why I said that. And I'm just like, man, it is. it does not hit the same way when it's not freezing cold. I feel like we're going to be screaming into a void trying to solve this mystery. But more shocking things have happened because of this show. So we shall see. Callie and I need help. We have decided that it's time for us to have a regular monthly meeting with our entire team because... We have people all over the country. And we don't really talk about that. I think in the beginning, we talked about T-Bird being on the team. We talked about Katie being on the team. And then as it kind of progressed and our company has progressed, we have a ton of freelancers that work for 1022 projects. And we probably work on a day-to-day basis with like 10 to 12 people. Yeah. Like they're not full-timers. We're not all meeting in an office, but there are people around the country that work on things for for. 1022 projects, which is our company. And, and they, they're all across the board. And most of them don't live near us. We have people, some in, of them we never met. We have people in Connecticut. We have people in San Diego. We have people in Atlanta. We have, uh, people in Athens. We have people in Philadelphia. Um, we have one guy who does some freelance editing and he lives true story in, in an, a van, in a van and van life. Um, because his wife is a travel nurse, which mm-hmm. is fascinating. So cool. So she just signs a contract and she's like, okay, I'm going to go work in a hospital in Ohio for four months. And then after that's up, she's like, oh, I'm cold. I'm going to go to the beach. So she goes and signs like a two-month contract to go work in Florida. And that's all she does. So cool. Anyhow, so the time has come that we have to, you know, do one of those things. Like on the first Tuesday of every month at noon, we're all going to hop on a Zoom and get everybody on the same page. Uh, it, it, we, Callie and I both hate meetings. 
We do Hate. we do not like them. But it's become apparent that they're more efficient than like email chains and trying to connect people and then all of that. So the the unicorn that we're searching for, the mystery that we need to solve, is there anyone who has meetings such as this, monthly meetings, weekly, whatever, quarterly meetings, that they actually get excited about? And I don't even need people to, I'm not going, I'm going to set the bar a little bit lower. I don't need people excited to show up to this meeting every month. I need people um, excited about what they're presenting to the class, like to the group every month. And I need people to not dread it. That's what I'm going for. The bar is set at, I don't want people to dread our meetings. And I'm not kidding you when I said that this week, Jeff and I sat down at our kitchen table and for an hour, we were trying to come up with a better way to unify our goals, like with the team other than have a monthly meeting and we couldn't come up with one. So we're stopped. Yeah. So there has to be some company somewhere that does these, that does like a regular, especially now, especially with so many people working remotely and um, people's work environments have, have changed and whatnot and, and, align, you know, what's it called? Like the hierarchy and the alignment and the offices is all different. People are doing meetings all the time now. Are there any meetings that people actually get pumped about? Well, I'm, I want people to be pumped. Callie just doesn't want dread. I just don't, I'm, I'm setting the bar low. I also have to call you out a little bit because I don't think that you hate meetings because you have, you are the king of meetings. You have multiple schedule. Like you're like, yeah, let's get on a call. Yeah, let's get on a call. You do that more than I think you think you do. Those aren't meetings though. Those are email avoidance techniques because I don't, what I don't want to do is go back and forth 20 times on emails. I just started doing that a few months ago where I'm like, let's just get on a call and be done with it. But I'm the opposite. I want call avoidance techniques. So all of my emails are specifically to avoid calls and all of your calls are specifically to avoid emails. And if we have an efficient meeting, we can avoid both. But you have, you have stuff on your calendar. Like we have like a virtual assistant that works with Jeff on some stuff and you meet with her like every Monday at the exact same time. And you do that with like a lot of our team members. I do that because if I don't, I am so bad at email that if I don't, she'll send me, I force her to do that. Remember she called you. She did. She called me and she's Jeff's virtual assistant. Um, she's like, Hey, Callie, uh, I just wanted to tell you, Jeff told me to harass you if he, if I can't get in touch with him. So will you let him know that I need him to check in with me? Yeah. So, and, and I've been, it's the past few weeks I've just been out of it. So I had to write her back. But anyways, the whole point of those phone calls is because I don't want to get caught up in emails. You're the opposite. So the, 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 the challenge is on you Dear listener and friend, solve the problem for us. What makes meetings exciting? And can I add what I think is a good idea and then have people like challenge it? If you want to. 
It's well, yeah, either either challenge it or not, because I'm not married to this idea. This yeah. was just my first thought. Yeah. My first thought is what makes a tolerable meeting and a purposeful meeting? Because that's the second one. Like, I don't I don't like meetings that don't have a purpose. Two things. One, we go in with like, here's what we're going to talk about. A, B, C, D. Here's what we're going to ask you about. A, B, C, D. Um, and then we tell people at the end of the meeting what we're going to expect from them next time. So we can say, okay, Katie, next time your goal is this T-Bird, your goal is this, like, tell us what See, you do. That, that to me sounds terrible. To not have an agenda. No, an agenda is fine. Like but we have an agenda. And then when we leave, we say, okay, next month, here's what we want to accomplish this, this, this. Yeah. But I don't think we go around the room and, and assign that. Like if, if something comes up in the meeting or if there's something we're like, Hey, Katie, give us an update next month. But like the way you okay, made yeah, it sound. Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah. the agenda thing. So have a clear agenda, set a time limit. 100%. Um, 45 minutes in and out. Yeah, I was thinking like 30 to 45. Um, and I think that that was my big idea was like I, agenda and keeping to a set time. So anyways, feel free to add if you would like 800-434-5454. Have you seen the story floating around about people and their use of air tags. Have you seen this? Yeah, the didn't crime I, thing. Didn't I bring it up on the show like a, a couple months ago when the first story broke? I mean, every time I you did. Okay. And now every time I turn around, I'm seeing another story about it. And I don't know. Do if, you think the stories are true? That's what I was going to ask you. Okay. So the story basically is floating around. There are these Apple, what they're calling air tags, which basically you can like slip in your phone case. You can put in your purse. So if someone takes your stuff or you lose it, you can track it down using your iPhone to connect to the air tag. And then, you know, it's like the tile thing that people use for their keys. Uh-huh. It's it, a, it's Apple's version of that. The urban legend or not is that people are like slipping air tags into people's personal belongings while they're out and about and then using that to track them to figure out where they live, et cetera, et cetera. My BS meter was going off on it, kind of saying, okay, really, really are people being like, why wouldn't you just follow someone home if you're going to do that, first of all? Right. Second of all, if that is true, that is terrifying. Yeah. And it terrifies me more, I think, for domestic violence reasons than it does like a stranger. Million percent. Like people tracking someone that they're going through a divorce with. Uh -huh. That is terrifying. And now, can't I, my assumption. I thought, and I don't know how the air tags work, but that they're obviously they connect to Wi-Fi networks, and that's what allows the whatever. So, can't like shouldn't the legality of it be that you can't use it outside of your own Wi-Fi network? Like, shouldn't it be so? Like, let's say we had air tags here in the house for our keys. And we lose our keys down the street, we shouldn't be able to find them because they're not connected to our thing. But apparently they just latch onto whatever Wi-Fi signal is around. Yeah, I don't think. Which, which seems so dangerous. Yeah. So, and it did say like in the article that I was reading the other day, it was saying like, 
you know, it is for stalking and domestic violence. This is like a nightmare. Um, can, but can, I don't think, I don't know that it, it, I don't think it has to be connected to Wi-Fi because then otherwise it wouldn't be a thing. You well, know what how, I mean? Like that wouldn't be the point of the air tag. Yeah. How else would it work? It has to be connected to something if they locate it. Hmm. And it's not cellular because nobody's paying for it. So it's just got to latch onto whatever Wi-Fi is nearby. Oh yeah. It says Bluetooth. So yeah. So creepy. Anyways, I'm really creeped out by that. I think it's an issue, but also, I don't know. How do you get people to not do that? Like, if you're not following stocking laws, you're not going to follow. Well, I think it's a techno. I think it's an Apple problem to solve. I can't even wrap my head around that level of technology, like solving that kind of a problem. That's a meeting that would be interesting to sit in where your boss is like, okay, so our technology for our trillion dollar company is right. Contributing to contributing stocking. To stocking. Like how do we handle this and also set the precedent for future? Cause you tracking on things is not going anywhere. Um, so track, I, that's a meeting I would be very interested to be a part of. I am now a proud member of the Paper Calendar Club, thanks to you, Callie. I am so proud of you. And I have questions, though. Okay, you have, first of all, I have to say, bravo. And you even paper clipped to the week. Uh-huh. To this week. Okay, good job. It's all blank and fresh, so there's going to be so much pressure with my first entry. But um, I'm excited to get started. Here's my question. And I'm excited to have an actual paper calendar. Like, I, li- I like the thought of the paper calendar, mm-hmm. especially as applies to the way I'm managing my to-do list now. Like, yes. actually assigning stuff to days. Do you also have an online calendar? Yes, but only for places that I have to be. Excuse me. What's that mean? It means that, so there are things that exist in my calendar, like on Wednesdays, I have Pilates. So that is in my digital calendar and places that I physically have to be, but what's in my, I mean, my virtual, my Google calendar, um, what's on my actual paper calendar are things like, you know, we have some things due to advertisers on different dates. So you're using the calendar more as a to-do list. Yes. Okay. But a really far out to-do list. Like, yeah. um, we got stuff for now through April that we have to do for different advertisers, social media posts, whatever. So like two days before the post is due, I wrote in there for March, like, record this video. You know what I mean? Or well, we, every year we talk about um, ordering our gratitude journals sooner and sooner because <laughs> yeah. we always end up like right against the wire. So you would go in like and write on August 1st, order gratitude journals. Uh-huh. And then we wouldn't have to rush them or anything like that. Because mm-hmm. um, where I'm struggling, not struggling, that's such a dramatic word. My question is, if I have regular things, like you're making fun of me for my like regular calls, if I have a call with somebody every Monday at 4 p.m., do I go in here and write it on every single Monday or does that live on the virtual calendar? I think it is up to you. Here's what I decided to do with mine because I have like kind of three categories of things. One is my owning my business. One is my corporate job stuff and one is personal stuff. So it's a weekly calendar. So every day there's this like horizontally long, like this horizontal place with like a bunch of lines on it. What I did is I divided that into like three categories. Yeah. So like I put a line, two lines down that and divided it up. And then I have sections, color coded sections. So I have a, so one on the personal, so that would go in the, you know, 1022 
Right. So yeah, I do put it That wasn't my question. It wasn't like sectioning it off. My question is, do you hand write that in every single Monday? I do. Just to to see it. Okay. But I don't do it for the whole year. Like I just, right now I'm like three weeks out unless there's a promotion or something that has to go ahead of time. So I think it's a waste of time for you to go in and write in every single Monday, but I would do it for like a month. Okay. So maybe that just goes on my calendar every month on the first, fill it out for the rest of the month. Done is the number one ADHD online treatment platform that is on a mission to make ADHD more affordable and accessible for everyone. Now, you know me, I am loud and proud about my own mental health struggles. I was diagnosed with ADHD as a teenager, but it's something I've had to manage my whole life. Dunn's board certified practitioners will lead the way through your treatment. And the best part is every done practitioner is an ADHD specialist. So you're not rushed into a diagnosis and then sent away to handle it on your own. Their expert providers help you consistently through your journey and take the extra time to get to know you and your medical history. Their goal is to find your ideal treatment plan, hundred percent personalized for you and only you. Done is available in more than 30 states nationwide. The time is now to treat your ADHD and it's never been easier. Make ADHD a strength with Done. Initial appointments are $199, but as an upside listener, you'll get your first appointment for just $99 when you go to done.callieandjeff.com. That's a $100 savings when you go to done.callieandjeff.com. Done. ADHD done differently. Gentlemen, it's time for a new you in the new year. Caldera Lab wants to help you take care of your skin, and they've done it in a way that speaks right to guys. It's simple. Only three steps. They've got three products, a revolutionary cleanser, a moisturizer that you wear during the day, and then a multifunctional serum. Some people call this liquid gold. These three items, when used together, are going to be an easy three-step process for all skin types. Yeah, including yours, whether you're dealing with dry skin, oily skin, aging skin, red spots, whatever, they've got you covered. And it is so simple. Plus, GQ named their serum the best natural face serum for men. So if it's acne scars or wrinkles or dry skin, or you just want to invest in healthier skin in the new year, check out Caldera Lab. Please, Go to calderalab.com slash upside and take advantage of a 30% discount off your first purchase. That's their biggest sale of the year. Calderalab.com slash upside, C-A-L-D-E-R-A-L-A-B.com slash upside, or use the discount code upside at checkout to save 30% off your new skincare routine. Think organic groceries are too expensive? So do we. Thankfully, there's Thrive Market. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. They'll deliver what you need so you can spend more time on what matters. We've been Thrive Market members for a few years now, and our focus on healthy quality food is super important to me, especially now that we have an Ellie around and she's eating what we're eating. It's time to step up our game. The Thrive Market site is really easy to navigate, and I know when I click on the baby and kids aisle that whatever I choose 
is going to be healthy, organic, and high quality for her. And I can feel good about any choice I make when I shop at Thrive Market. I really love their snack options. I've been eating their snacks for years and now Ellie is eating their snacks. They have her favorite Annie's bunny crackers in the small snack bags, which make my life way easier. And it's offered at a better price point than our local grocery store. They have everything from ethically sourced pantry essentials to sustainable meat and seafood to non-toxic cleaning and beauty products. Plus, you can easily shop by diets and values like keto, gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO, fair trade certified, and more. Go to thrivemarket.com slash upside. Join today to get $20 off your first order and a free gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-M-A-R-K-E-T.com slash upside to get $20 off your first order and a free gift. Thrivemarket.com slash upside. Here are today's three random things. My first random thing is Three Musketeers, the candy bar. They got their name because they used to come with three different flavors. What other flavors would there be? I think it was like a strawberry, a chocolate, and vanilla. And then apparently it was during a wartime that they decided, hey, this is too expensive. We got to cut costs. So then it was just down to one, which is like the chocolate one that you know today. Oh, it was Three Musketeers chocolate? Yeah, it's like whipped chocolate. Yeah. It's, that is one of the most underrated candy bars, in my opinion. Really? Oh, my gosh. It's so good. I never, I'm not a big candy bar guy, but I would never think to get a Three Musketeers. I think the only candy bar that I would actually buy, two of them, would be a Nestle Crunch or a Snickers. See, I can't eat either either one of those. I mean, obviously, Kit Kats, we can. Oh, Twix, Kit Kat, I would can. get Kit Kat. Trix, Twi- Twix is good, but overrated. Kit Kat is one of the best candies Hands of down. all time. Yep. Um, but I do love Three Musketeers. And yeah, that was in the, the 1930s, and it was World War II that made um, rations really expensive, so they cut down to one. My second random thing is there are a total of zero zeros in Roman numerals. While the ancient Greeks were aware of zero as a concept, they didn't consider zero to be a number, which I had never thought about until like I researched this. Aristotle decided zero wasn't a number because you couldn't divide it by zero. Instead of a Roman numeral, the Latin word nulla would have been used to represent the concept of zero. The reason no numerical existed for zero is because there was no need for a numeral to represent it. Yeah, because that was interesting. Because they use just symbols for 10, 20, 30, 40. They're all different letters. So, yeah. yeah. And my third random thing Broadway in New York shifts west at East 10th Street because a cherry tree once stood there. Oh, that's interesting. Isn't that kind of cool, though? Yeah. I thought that was neat. And those are my three random things. All right, Callie, my question for you is the story I'm about to share, you just have to tell me if it's romantic or not, okay? Okay. Um, 12 years ago, Uh, A man named Jordan went on a trip to France. While he was there, he met a woman named Katie. Okay? 12 years ago. He's been thinking of her since then. He's For a couple years after they met each other, they hand wrote letters back and forth. But then... uh, Then it kind of faded away and he was just moving. He ran across the letters and his love has been reignited. So he's trying to track her down. Oh, is that romantic? 12, 12 years ago, found the letters trying to track her down. Well, is this a news story? I mean, it's, he's not a friend of mine, if that's what you mean. I think 
it's romantic if he does it in private, if he's taking to the news because he can't find her on Facebook or Instagram. Well, he's using probably a reason. He's using social media. Mm. Like he posted on Facebook and said, hey, does anybody know this woman named Katie? Not romantic. Hmm. Does it change things if he was 14 years old when they met? He is now 26. Because I thought before I read their ages, I thought it was very romantic. And then when I saw that he was 14 and she was 13 when they met, I'm like, oh, that's actually a little creepy. I don't think it's creepy. My thought was, and maybe I am a little biased because I am a fantastic stalker slash finder of information online. But if you can't go further than to make a post and be like, hey, does anybody know this chick? Then you're lazy. Um, the, uh, the other creepy part that weirded me out was um, that he put an air tag in her. <laughs> no, in one of his Facebook posts, he referred to her as the love of his life. There is something in my opinion about laying it on a little too thick yeah, too soon. Yeah. So it would be sweet. It's fine to think that not to say it. And then if you guys like wind up connecting, getting together, getting married at your wedding, that would be a sweet thing to say. If you say it right off the bat, I think it is laying it on a little thick. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please visit CallieandJeff.com to find lots more Upside content and subscribe to Callie and Jeff's weekly email. We are now a dozen days into the year 2022, and I would like to remind you, if you've been struggling with your resolutions or if you've been feeling like this year hasn't, you had like big plans, because that's the terrible part about a new year, like a new anything the first of the month, first of the year, whatever. You have these big plans like, I'm going to eat so healthy. I'm going to go for a run every day. I'm going to walk my dog twice a day. Bleh. And then when you don't <laughs> when you do not do it, you feel like a loser. At least I do. Yeah. No, you, you totally feel like a loser. So I just want to remind you that we are a dozen days into the new year. So even if you haven't done anything, that dozen days only represents 3% of the entire year. And if you were reading a book, right? And you are only 12 pages into a 365 page book, there's a very good chance you would give it a few more dozen pages before deciding that it's a terrible, the, the book is a waste, you know? So stick with it. If, you, if you're struggling now that, of course, there's somebody who has walked their dog twice a day, gone for a run, eaten healthy and all that stuff for 12 days and good for you. But I'm talking about the people who have it. So hang in there. Um, you guys, the Matrix is breaking. Something so weird is going on. Callie, your random thing the other day about the fancy name for whipped cream is Chantilly Cream. I've never heard that in my life. I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm watching this new show on Apple TV called Servant. I binged it. 
one of the episodes, the wife is cooking a cake and she goes, oh, I made a Chantilly cream cake. What? Then this morning I'm listening to, actually I hadn't started your podcast yet, but my friend had a really weird dream and I was like, I'm telling you, whenever the heat blasts because it's really cold outside, I have very weird, weird dreams. And she goes, oh yeah, that must be it. Then I turn on your podcast and your random thing of the day is about the dream being cold in the room. And Callie was like, no, it's whenever it's hot. I'm, I'm, uh-uh, I'm freaking out. Something weird is going on with 2022. I am telling you. Did not mean to rhyme. Okay, bye guys. Thinking about your credit card bills after the holidays can be really intimidating, especially if you have multiple credit cards with different interest rates. Let Lightstream simplify that for you. Lower your interest rate and save with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience, and that's exactly what they deliver. Lightstream's credit card consolidation loans have rates as low as 4.98% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. Get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000. There are no fees and you can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. Just for Upside listeners, apply now to get a special interest rate discount and save even more. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash upside. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash upside. Subject to credit approval, rates range from 4.98% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.50% auto pay discount. Lowest interest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com upside for more information. If you're thinking about getting started with therapy, but you don't know how to begin, how to find a therapist, where to even start looking, let me give you one option. It's called BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online counseling that is identical to in-person face-to-face meetings with a therapist, except they take some of the most difficult steps and just get rid of them. Number one, you go to betterhelp.com upside. You fill out a form and answer a few questions, and they're going to match you up with a therapist that they think is going to be perfect for you. So there's going to be no reading of reviews online, asking friends awkwardly for recommendations, wondering if the counselor that you found is right for you. You're going to be matched with someone. And These counselors are trained in anything that you want to talk to them about. Anger issues, anxiety issues, sleeping issues, trauma issues, grief issues, all of it. They're trained to handle that. And then number two, one of the most difficult things for me when I started therapy was the awkward waiting room sitch where you had to sit in the waiting room awkwardly and wait for the therapist to come out and say your name and you walk back and start your session. None of that with better help you to start living a happier life today because you're an upside listener you're going to get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com/upside join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health that's betterhelp b e t t e r h e l p.com/upside head over there today good morning Callie and Jeff this is Emily from Athens Georgia i know you guys don't care much about college football but i do go dogs it was wonderful just i'm so grateful for the georgia football team this year they had a fantastic season and we are all so excited around here so you guys have a great day love what you do and go dogs Hey, Callie and Jeff. I'm calling about the abandoned car. It is more than likely a service member who is overseas. 
I live in a neighborhood with two service members, and um, they park their cars. And when I moved in this neighborhood, it bothered me. I was like, whose cars are those that never move? And my neighbors told me, oh, one's in Afghanistan and one is somewhere else. Um, So that might be why it hasn't been touched. That may be overseas. Um, Just a thought. Bye. Hey, guys. My husband and I were in that category. Our first biggest fight ever was over Georgia, Alabama, and he's from Texas, another place where college football, even high school football, is a religion. And we were recording, and he pretended like he liked Georgia, and then in front of my cousin, who is a Roll Tide, he said, Roll Tide. I was like, why don't you be a man, which you don't say to somebody from Texas, and admit you're an Alabama fan. Woo! Fifteen years later, after the game last night, he shook my hand. Fifteen-year feud in our marriage. So, y'all, don't pick teams. If you're not already a house divided, it ain't worth it. Just show up for the party. <laughs> Go dogs. Love y'all. Bye. Good morning, guys. I just had to say, since you like things 90s, this movie came out in 87, and your conversation this morning about daycare made me think of it. If y'all have not seen the movie Baby Boom, with Diane Keaton, it is absolutely my one of my favorite movies of all time. It um, it's funny and sweet and just still spot on about the daycare things. But um, anyway, you guys have a wonderful day. Love the show. Love y'all. Give Ellie a hug and the dogs too. Bye. Just had a call and comment on the older people uh, taking advantage of us. First time I bought a car, like on my own, went in to negotiate and everything. I had done my homework. I knew what they wanted for the car. I knew what it was worth. I knew what my credit score was. I was ready. And this was like about 100 years ago, by the way. But anyway, I was ready for this. I was ready for what this salesman had, and I was ready to negotiate and blah, blah, blah. It was a gentleman who was older than my grandfather, like way older than my grandfather. And I just could picture him and his wife at the kitchen table eating toast in the morning and thinking, I just have to pay whatever this man asked me for this car. Like, I can't, like, I did not have the heart. And I should have negotiated. But, hey, you live and you learn. Always try to look at the upside, not the downside. Mm. Look at the positive side of stuff and try to make it work. If you're feeling blue or if you're feeling down, there's got to be something that's going right somewhere around you. Right. Yeah, right. and it really, right. it works. It works.